Bodega, 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 Alpha and Omega. <coughs> Siamese sailors sell celery sandwiches. So wing about a serving platter. Hey, Jamie. Yes. Uh, did uh, did you want to try reading that line on the script there? Oh, yeah, let's see. Uh, you could say big when you bundle your home and auto with Progressive, that one? Yes. Yeah, no, I'm just not warmed up yet. Shouldn't be long. Detector test. Bundle your home and auto with Progressive today. The marmot mangled my mushu pork pancake. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. This week at Macy's, discover big savings on fashion and home essentials. Keep warm and stay on trend with specials on coats for him and her, 60 to 65% off. Get 25% off women's shoes for any weather. And refresh your space with select Charter Club bedding and bath collections, now 50% off. Plus, Macy's Star Rewards members earn on every purchase except gift cards, services, and fees. More at Macy's.com slash Star Rewards. Savings off sale and clearance prices. Exclusions apply. Hi, guys. Just wanted to let you know that today's episode is sponsored by Away Travel. Quite simply, Away Travel makes everything you need for a trip away. Away started with the perfect suitcase, then built from there, creating a range of travel standards developed from the travel stories of friends and seatmates. The pieces aren't smart, they're thoughtful, with features that solve real travel problems. To give the whole world access to better travel standards, Away took the direct-to-consumer approach to lower prices, and the quality is guaranteed. Your Away suitcase will be with you for life. I'm teaming up with Away and Podgo to give you the best deal on premium luggage by going to podgo.co slash away that's p-o-d-g-o dot c-o slash a-w-a-y away travel here to make your journey seamless welcome to girl we gotta talk i'm your host elena jakes this podcast is a lifestyle and entertainment news podcast where i talk all about life struggles the breakups, the makeups, business aspirations, and I am always having new guests on to discuss it all. Plus, I'm always giving you the latest on all things pop culture. So let's jump into today's episode because girl, we got to talk. Hello, hello, and welcome back to Girl We Gotta Talk. Today, I'm joined by a YouTuber, Bianca Franco. She is a YouTuber that just spreads like so much positivity um, every single day. She has the coolest sense of style, um, and she's just a great follow overall. So if you don't already know her, definitely check her out. But I'm really excited to have her on today. We're just going to learn a little bit more about her. We're going to talk about living in Charlotte, um, her wedding coming up, and just overall like how she started her channel and all of that fun stuff. So Bianca, thank you so much for coming on. Welcome to the podcast. Hello. Thank you for having me. Yeah, of course. So if you just want to kind of like introduce yourself a little bit better, (laughs) you can go ahead. Okay. So I'm 23. I live in Charlotte, North Carolina with my fiance, Colin. I do YouTube and content creating full time. And I started doing it when I was like my freshman year in high school and it was more of a hobby, but I didn't realize it would turn into what it turned into. And I'm really thankful. And I love working out, fashion, health, beauty, all of this stuff. I feel like I don't have one particular niche. I feel like I'm kind of just all over the place, but I actually really like that. So yeah, that's just a little bit about me. Yeah, I think it's really cool. Like, I feel like a lot of people that started YouTube, they just did it for fun. And then over time, you see that you can like make it into a job, like a career. So that's super cool. And we'll talk about that a little bit later, because I definitely want to know, like, 
what got you started and all of that. Um, okay. So I like to start off with like rapid fire questions. They're just like some fun ones so that people can get to know you a little bit better. Okay. So the first one, (laughs) if someone played you in a movie, who would you want it to be? Um, oh my goodness. Um, Mila Kunis maybe. Oh my gosh. Do you have like a celebrity? Do people say like, Oh, you look like blah, blah, blah. Not really. That's honestly, no, not really. But I love Mila a lot. So That's so funny. Her. Well, I like her and Elizabeth Moss, but she doesn't really, Elizabeth Moss doesn't really look like me. So then I was like, Mila maybe? <laughs> yeah, Mila Kunis, because I'm asking you that because Mila Kunis is like the person that people say that I look like, which you is like, like really? I don't know. I don't, I can't see it, but it's like, you look at yourself differently than like other people see you. No, you I can that. definitely see it. I like how I like her voice though. Like, is that weird? I don't know. Yeah. I love her voice. So I was like, definitely her. True. Um, that was a good one. Okay. So what is your favorite part of the day? Like what is something that you do every day that you like look forward to? Um, well, okay. I think my favorite part of the day is when from the time of me doing my morning quote on Instagram to my workout, like that whole time frame of, I don't get on my phone at all until I do the quote. And then after the quote, I don't get on my phone again until after my workout. And then I'm just kind of like spreading positivity and then working out, which is my favorite thing to do ever in the morning. It really sets the tone for the day. On my off days, I'm like, I know I need to take an off day, but I wish I was working out. Um, But it's just that time frame where I'm really present there with myself. And I'm usually feeling like really grateful and just happy for another day. That's pretty much my favorite time of the day. I love your morning quotes, actually. Like they help me so much. Literally, it's like every morning, it's like right there and ready for me to see. And I feel like that's so important. I feel like a lot of people lately have been not getting on their phone right away like in the morning and I've started to do that and it really like it is a game changer because I would lay in bed for like 30 minutes on it and I'm like I have like things to do and then it just puts you in a weird mindset I feel like your brain just starts rapidly thinking about work and all the things you need to do instead of just being really present with the moment and that was one of my goals um once quarantine happened I was so used to being go 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 so then I was like really trying to focus on being more present in the moment and also during quarantine it was just a very negative time frame a lot of things on the news especially were negative so then I was like I'm just gonna start doing these morning quotes and like hopefully some people see this and are like happy in the morning versus waking up and seeing all the wrong things that are happening right now yeah and dreading it yeah no they have really helped I think that's a really good idea and it's not something that you see like often and you're like so consistent about it so it's like literally something that people look forward to it's so funny because I want to sleep in, but I also want that quote to be there like right away in the morning for a lot of people. So then I'm like, oh my gosh, I have to get up. Like it really gets me out of bed knowing that there's a ton of people like not necessarily relying, but looking forward to seeing those quotes. And then I did take, or I do take Saturday and Sunday off because I want people to rest and not feel like they have to be all like go, 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 like hustle culture type stuff. But yeah, I, I just really enjoy it. I'm glad that I do. Me too. <laughs> so what is one thing that you learned about yourself this past year? I learned that I'm a control freak. And I like kind of knew that before. But <laughs> then I like when a bunch of things that were going on that were completely out of my control. I was like, Oh, my goodness, like I need to stop trying to control everything. And like I suffer a lot from destination addiction, which I talk about a lot on my channels, but it's always looking for the next thing and always saying in your head, like, I'll be happy when this happens instead of just being happy in the moment. I learned um, that I really am terrible at being present in the moment. And that is something that I've been working on. And I feel like I've literally chilled out so much. I'm really proud of myself. 
That's good. No, I think that's like a common thing with people. It's like you put something in your future to look forward to. So then you're like happy for like the time being. And then when that's over, you like find the next thing. I do the same thing. That's like good that you kind of recognize that. And then you made changes. I think that's cool. Yeah. What is your, okay. So this is like a two-parter. What is your favorite trend of 2020? And then what is like a fashion trend that you're excited about for 2021? So my favorite trend of 2020 was definitely like the at-home sweats, like not having to, you know, like the sweat sets were super cute. We did tie-dye for a hot minute and everyone was tie-dyeing everything. And it was honestly fun. Like it gave people something to do. But now people are coming out with really cute sweat sets and it's normal to wear them out with a coat or something. And I just really like the street style look. So that was my favorite um, trend of 2020. And then 2021, I feel like pastel colors are about to be really, really in. But also chocolate brown is so in right now. And I love chocolate brown. So right now that's my favorite. I just got a pair of pants that are brown. Oh my gosh. I've been eyeing these like chocolate brown leather pants for so long. And I just like, I'm not doing anything like exciting to wear them to, but I'm honestly like, I think I'm just going to buy them and then take a picture and then call it a day. Like, yeah. is that acceptable? <laughs> yeah, no, that's that's literally my job in the description is yeah. my clothes so I can show you guys cute outfits, even though we have nowhere to wear them. I'm like wearing, I get dressed up for parking garages basically now. Yep, yep, exactly. Okay, cool. So those were all the rapid fire questions. So we can kind of just jump into, I want to talk about like you living in Charlotte and what's that like and you living with your fiance and just, okay, I kind of want to know, So I have a boyfriend and we're looking, I mean, eventually we're going to be moving in together. Like, I just want to know, and for anybody else listening, that's like about to do this probably too. What is it actually like living with a guy, like honest truth? Is it what you expected? And like, what were, I don't know, the biggest adjustments for that? Yeah. So I think that it was what I expected because Colin and I have such a good relationship It was when we first moved in together, I think that it was a learning experience for both of us because like we have to do chores. We both have to pay for an apartment now and groceries and we're both eating the same food. So it was definitely an adjustment trying to figure out who does what and then the other person not resenting the other one. Like, I think it's really important to have a fair balance between everything. And if you're not married yet, you obviously don't share a bank account. And some people who are married don't share a bank account. But I think it's really important to make sure that one, you both are financially ready to move in together. Um, I was definitely more financially ready than Colin was. And I was just so ready to move because prior to us moving out, we both lived with my mom and that was the worst decision we could have ever possibly made ever. I definitely don't recommend that because my it was my mom and she's single. So she has her own two bedroom apartment and we were just way too in each other's space. Like it was just way too much. Um, so that's why we pulled the trigger a little bit early. Should we have waited a little bit longer in hindsight? Yes, but I'm glad that we did because Colin and I grew so much in that year of us living together and we really got to know each other. And I think it was a vital step for us before getting engaged. And again, I know everyone's different and everyone has a different opinion. Him and I both believe that it's really smart to move in with someone you are really ready to take that next step with and someone that you know you want in your future. Um, because that'd be kind of awful if you didn't and then you got married and he was like you couldn't stand him like if Colin and I didn't live together together before and then we got married and I couldn't stand him I really feel like it would hinder our relationship it does kind of feel like we're already married um but it's just really fun living with your best friend you just have to be very good at communicating and if you're unhappy 
just tell the person. And if they love you enough, they'll be willing to come and compromise and meet you halfway. But also you have to realize it's not always going to be your way and you have to meet them halfway as well because they have needs. And you go from really worrying about yourself in a relationship because you don't live with them and you can take care of yourself. But when you're together, you're like usually at your best because you're with them for whatever period of time and you want it to be great. But when you're with each other all the time, you see the good, the bad, and the ugly. And we have definitely seen each other's ugly. Um, So it's just really strengthened our relationship. And I have, without a doubt, think that we're at the strongest point in our relationship ever. But it's because we're really good at communicating. And we're both really good at pretty much doing chores. Oh, that's good. That's good. Well, it's, yeah. So back to your point about like, um, like living with your significant other like before you take that next step I feel like yes there are people that say both where it's like no you should just live with your friends until you get married because like you'll never live with your girlfriends again and then there's the other side where it's like kind of what you're saying where it's like why don't you live with this person (laughs) before you get married and if it's terrible then you know like maybe you guys maybe you know aren't the best option for each other like you can't see yourself living with this person for the rest of your life like and you don't make that next step like regrettably so I think that's a good point and then that's good I think yeah I guess when you live with somebody you're having to think about them like (laughs) and it's such an adjustment where it's like currently I'm thinking about me and that's all I have to worry about and then yes when I because we are long distance and so like when I'm with him I feel like, yeah, what you said, I want to make like this trip, like so much fun and the best that it can be. And I'm going to be like the best that I can be. So it's, yeah, definitely adjustment. I'm sure when you move in and then you're like, okay. And I have another side too. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. And you're so used to kind of doing whatever you want to do. Like if you want to go hang out with your friends, you can't because you're in a long distance relationship and it's not like your significant others just hanging out at home. Um, but you kind of have to cross the boundary where it's not controlling and you're not asking for permission to be like, Hey, like I'm going to go hang out with my friends. Is it okay? It's more of like a mutual line of respect. Like, Hey, my friend wants to hang out. Like, what are you doing today? Is that good with you? Or like, do you have other plans? And it's not because Colin's controlling over me and I'm controlling over him. It's because we live together now. So any decision that you make, you have to incorporate your significant other in as well. And moving from like respecting each other so much throughout living together has also helped a lot. So communication and respect, I think are my, yeah. Yeah. I feel like you have bathrooms is like, it helps a lot. So if you could get a two bedroom that way, like, yeah, two bathrooms is a luxury. We really like having two bathrooms. Oh, that is very smart. Yes. No, I feel like you have such a mature mindset behind all of this. And like, I think, I mean, you need to, if you're going to be moving in with somebody else, even just being in a relationship, having that open line of communication and I don't know, like maturity about things, I think is super important. It's like the only way that it can be successful at all. Oh, I definitely agree. Yeah. You kind of have to step out of your like college phase of. Right. Yeah. And like really adult, like it's an adult move for sure. Yeah. So you have a wedding coming up. I want to know, like for those who don't follow you on your channel or don't know you yet, what, like, when did you guys meet? Like, what is the story behind you and Colin and all of that? Okay, so Colin and I grew up together. We lived on the same street in the same neighborhood for elementary, middle, and high school. My parents ended up getting divorced in high school, and we moved out. But I pass my old house now every time we go to his house, so it's kind of funny. Um, But we never dated. We were never in the same friend group. 
like literally rode the bus together, had classes together and didn't date, hung out in different circles. The funny thing is though, in fifth grade, I kissed him on our neighborhood playground <laughs> and then it was orchestrated by one of his groomsmen. So it really comes full circle. Oh, wow. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> and then um, we just kissed and called it a day. And apparently he used to kiss a couple girls on the playground, but we won't get to that. I was not the only one who got smooched on the pool playground but um so yeah it was just like a funny thing and then we went to college and I went to East Carolina and he went to West so we were on the opposite sides of North Carolina and obviously since we grew up together we know each other's exes um and so I noticed that he was single again just based off of his posts and I kind of felt like he was sad and I had been single for three years and it was the best three years of my entire life. Like I really found myself, I started my fitness journey. I was so confident in who I was and I'm so thankful for those three years that I had to myself. But um, I just didn't want him to be sad because I knew that there was like positivity in his future. So I just messaged him on Instagram, basically along the lines of, yeah, I know your breakup sucks, but you'll be doing great in a couple months. Just give it some time. Like I've been there and it'll be fine. So then he was like, oh, thanks. Like, we should catch up. Do you want to go to the gym? Because I think he stopped me and noticed that. <laughs> Actually, he did stop me. <laughs> so then I said, yes. And we went to the gym together. And then we went out for drinks. And then we hung out, like, every day since then. And then we started dating, did long distance through college, um, moved back with my mom after college just to save money and stuff. And then he proposed a little bit over a year ago on the day of the Super Bowl last year yeah oh my gosh yeah that is such a like fun story I feel like and the fact that you were just being like a kind human being like you just were like reaching out to him and like this is what you got in return I feel like that's awesome um I think that's cool that also you guys were just kind of like friends and catching up and like kind of Mm -hmm. built that back up from I guess barely knowing each other in high school but like I knew Colin Henderson but I didn't know right and the person that he is I'm actually glad because I don't think that like we were so young and immature in high school like we were not meant to be then it's the universe is just so crazy and I always wondered who I was gonna end up with like I'm the girl who has planned her wedding since I knew what a wedding was oh yeah told me when I was like 15 that you're gonna marry Colin Henderson I would have never believed you I would have been like there's no way but it's so crazy how life works like that yeah I know it's really cool I'm very thankful that that's awesome so what has like the wedding planning process been like obviously with COVID I know like I'm mm-hmm. sure it's been a little stressful and like things have probably changed but yeah. initially like what was that like so well we got engaged before COVID happened like when we were engaged COVID lockdown happened almost a month and a half later and we only thought it was going to last for a couple weeks like I think everyone did yeah. <laughs> oh, this is going to be nothing like it's fine it was like crazy but also who would have thought that it would be almost a year from now and we're kind of still in the same position so uh, initially we were going to get married in Cabo be a really small family thing and it was just something that we really wanted and I couldn't find a venue that I liked in North Carolina like they were all a bunch of barns and yeah country and I like refused to get married in a barn <laughs> like that's just not me or it was really expensive so then we were like let's just, if we're going to spend the money let's just do something small and be like have everyone be there and it'd be like a party then COVID happened so my parents were like 
just in case we don't think it's a very good idea for people to travel outside of the country when this is happening. So then we moved it to Miami, set the date of February 13th. So we were supposed to be getting married in four days of us recording this podcast, yeah. which is crazy. And I'm actually very thankful because we're ready to be married, but I was not ready for the wedding because our venue in Miami never ended up reopening because of COVID. And so we like, we didn't have a venue anymore. So I ended up pulling the plug in November and then we moved it to Charlotte. So now our wedding date is June 5th, but planning a wedding during COVID is the worst and we would wait and push it back. Um, But my brother-in-law plays college football, so we can't have a fall wedding. And I am just like so ready for this to be done with. So we're really, really hoping for June. If we have to push it back, we do. But I'm sure any bride out there completely can relate that you don't get the full wedding experience. Like we didn't get to have an engagement party. And it's just not what I ever pictured, which is funny because I've been planning my wedding my entire life. And now that I'm in the midst of planning my wedding, I want nothing to do with it. Like my aunt and my mom are like the front runners and my wedding planner of doing everything. And I'm like, just ask me questions, but I'm, it's so stressful. I would have never believed how stressful it was. It's not fun. Like people think it's fun. It's not, it's like some parts. Yes. Like getting the dress, probably doing the tastings. We haven't done that yet. And like other things are fun, but having to plan a party for 180 people. Cause that's what our guest list is now. It's, oh, it's just a lot to handle, but it's yeah. Okay. Yeah. My, my really good friend, my best friend got married back in September and she was like the friend that was like, I can't like the one that always wanted to be married and like, was just so excited about it. And she's literally an event planner. So like, she was just like pumped for the whole thing. And then obviously with COVID and I just think like with, without COVID, yes, like wedding planning is very stressful. And I think she was kind of in the same boat as you. She was like, I just want this to be like, I just want to be married and be like done with all of this. Like, I just can't wait for like me to go home and not have to do anything else for this. <laughs> like, That's what I was like, I can't wait until it's the day after. And I'm yeah. about like, who needs to sit where or like what time frame I'm walking down the aisle and like what the, I'm just, I'm very ready for that. But at the same time, everyone after is like, once you're done, it's like you get post-wedding depression because you're so used to planning this huge event and then it's over and it's gone. And you're mm-hmm. like, what do I do now? So it's like, I'm taking the process and like ferret like trying my hardest to enjoy it and not looking forward this is where destination addiction comes in yeah I was gonna say so happy when it's over but I think that this is an exception because it's just really stressful and everybody has an opinion and at the end of the day you just have to do whatever you want because it's your wedding but you still have to try and like accommodate everybody so it's just makes me sweat Yeah. I think, yeah, I think it's important, even though it is super stressful to just like try and soak in every moment. And like, obviously the bigger parts about like getting your dress, things like that are more exciting and try and like be present in the moment. And for the day of, like I was the maid of honor for my friend's wedding, just like seeing how stressed she was like during the day, like kind of made me sad. I was like, I just want you to like, enjoy it. So just like day of, just try to like soak every moment in because yeah. it flies by too like it was just like the fastest day of the year like it was like yeah, that's what everyone says and yeah. I know like because I'm going to be posting about it on Instagram and people are going to want to see the wedding venue or video it's well they'll see the venue and the video but it's just like a little bit added pressure because I know like not just the guests are going to see it but your but followers yeah see it too and so like people will message me like this is going to be the wedding of the century and I'm like oh my god 
the pressure. No, I wouldn't like, don't let that get to you. I think as long as you are happy with it, like it doesn't really like, yeah, you're probably going to want to post it, but like, as long as you're happy with how it went, then. Yeah. Okay. I've already decided that my stepsister is going to take my phone and just like post on stories for me and vlog for me. There you and go. I, like have nothing. I don't even want to think about it. I don't even want to post a note, my own story, maybe in the morning, but I just need to take a step away and like yeah. have this not be related to work at all. Because like in any other occasion, I'd be like, Oh, something big's happening. Like such a great time for content. And now I'm like, I need to step back and like fully be immersed in like my wedding day. That's the goal. Totally. No, it's really interesting too, because any other person in a normal, like nine to five would be like, not on their phone doing work, but like, because of what you do for YouTube, you're like, wait, I need to get this, you know? So that's super, yeah, super interesting. Let's like, I want to jump into um, your YouTube channel and like just that. So what I guess got you inspired to just like even start it? Um, okay, so when I was going into high school, I was wondering what girls wore in high school because I seriously wore a t-shirt and my hair up in a bun every day in middle school. I was so like just played softball, had no style, and I was like, I want to fit in. So I looked up on YouTube what because YouTube had just started around then. And I looked up what girls wore in high school. And then I found all the girls like Juicy Star 07, Beauty Baby 44, like all of the OG beauty influencer guru girls. Well, they weren't even influencers back then. Gurus is what they were called. And so I was just like, wow, what is this? And at the time I was an only child. And so I think I was just really bored because I would go to school, do sports, like hang out with friends. But I had like nothing else to do and so one day I was like I'm just gonna do it so my first video ever is with one of my bridesmaids Maddie and we did a back to school haul we went shopping at wet seal I will like never forget <laughs> this I know looking back at it I like can't even watch the video again it's still up but um it was just a haul and I remember like I because I've watched it a couple years ago I sat there and I was like please don't comment anything negative like we're just showing you our clothes <laughs> But I just stayed consistent after that. And as I evolved, my videos evolved. I would do high school videos. I tried to do makeup videos, but I was not good at makeup. Um, I did volleyball videos. And my most viewed video to this day is volleyball tryout tips. So yeah, really? <laughs> yeah. Um, I make the most money off of that video too. And I was like 16 or 15. I don't even know. Um, but yeah, it's pretty funny how it's come full circle. And then I just transitioned into college videos and now post-grad and now like wedding content and like more relationship, lifestyle, fitness, fashion focused. So yeah. Yeah. It's so funny. Like, I feel like everyone I talk to started YouTube or even like for me, like started watching YouTube around that time where it was like, yeah, Juicy Star 07 and like mm-hmm. all of them, like Meredith Foster, like, I don't know. <laughs> like that whole group and going back to when I first started watching it. Yeah. I was kind of watching it to like, learn, like, I was like, I don't know how to put makeup on. I don't know what I'm supposed to be wearing. I don't know how to like do anything to be a girl. And like, I'm in middle school, I'm in high school. Like, please somebody help me. And my mom was never someone that was like, this is how you do eyeshadow. Like, I don't know if people, like if people have parents like that, but my mom was just like, she let me have mascara and like, that was it. And like Mm -hmm. called it a day. So I just taught myself how to be a girl from from YouTube and I feel like it really hasn't changed I mean yes it has changed completely but with that aspect I feel like I watch YouTube and like watch like lifestyle influencers and things like that to be like what's in trend and like Mm -hmm. you know what furniture do I get and things like that and 
we all grow like with the influencers that we watch. And I just think that's like such a cool thing. Definitely. Hey guys, just jumping in really quickly to let you guys know that today's episode is brought to you by Kind Bar. Kind is deeply committed to crafting food with real recognizable ingredients, a disruptive notion that sparked the creation of a new healthy snacking category. Kind is unapologetic in their efforts to challenge the status quo, to shift the food industry and empower their community and our listeners to make better, more informed choices about health. Kindness can also be a transformative force for good, and that is why I'm teaming up with Kind and Podgo to bring you guys 10% or 15% off for any military, teachers, students, first responders, doctors, and nurses. So go to podgo slash kind, that's P-O-D-G-O dot C-O slash K-I-N-D. Kind Bar is creating a kinder and healthier world one snack at a time. So earlier you said you don't really have a niche, which I, I can appreciate because I feel like um, sometimes... Progressive presents The Sounds of the Old World. The year is 2019 and someone is getting up to use the bathroom at the stadium. Excuse me. Excuse me. Oh, sorry. Excuse me. You mind if I just squeeze by here? This has been The Sounds of the Old World. Brought to you by Progressive, where drivers can still switch and save like it's 2019. Quote today at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Because when you do, like, as a viewer and you're watching someone that does, you kind of just get bored of, like, the one thing that they always talk about or they always show. Um, but what do you think is, like, your most, like, what are you most passionate about, like, right now? I think right now, fashion. I just have always in like the past years have looked to other people for what to wear yeah and I like never truly was like oh yes I love wearing that but it's like what everyone else is wearing so I was like okay like I guess this must be it but lately I've just been going on Pinterest and not paying attention to what the other girls I follow are wearing and repinning and then or even when I'm shopping like I don't swipe up on somebody else's story to purchase what they just bought like I'm just purchasing what I think I like and styling it together how I would style it together and it's become my favorite thing to do like picking out my outfit every day shooting it and like hauls and stuff are so fun and also like you see a bunch of girls shop at like Aritzia and um like a bunch of super expensive stores and I just cannot afford that and I was like we're just gonna stick to H&M and Zara because you can find some good stuff at Zara for like a good price and just really try and like outfit repeat and with as many pieces as possible like I love outfit repeating and showing people that like you can wear basics in your closet a billion different ways and make it into a totally different outfit and so that's definitely what I've been focused on lately and I feel like that's definitely where my channel's going towards is like a more lifestyle fashion like outfit inspo kind of thing yeah still with the fitness though I've taken a break from fitness just because of COVID and stuff and it was kind of taken from me. So now I just want to be there by myself and work out and like really enjoy it for myself instead of having to worry about filming it all the time. I'm going to get back into filming it, but fashion right now is making me very, very happy. Yeah, no, I've definitely noticed, like I've loved, that's what I was saying at the beginning. Like, I just love your sense of style. And I think, um, you are different from like the other thousand people that I follow with that because I feel like yes like you go on Pinterest and everybody's wearing the same thing and it's like it's cute and stuff but it's like everyone has that and everyone looks like the same 
Um, so I appreciate that you're like kind of just doing whatever you want and like whatever you like and sharing that instead. Um, what like motivates you to, like you were just saying, like you will buy clothes and stuff and style them and post it, but like, what keeps you going? Like, what is the motivate motivator to like, keep creating content every single day? Cause it's gotta be tiring. <laughs> it definitely is tiring. Um, but it's never something I resent. Um, I find it fun. Like it's just, I'm a very creative person. And so being able to create and like have my own ideas and work on it and then put it out for the world to see is just really enjoyable to me. It kind of like hits you hard though when someone says something negative about something you just like work so hard to produce. Um, but I don't know, the, it's, the negative comments don't really like get to me very much. It's the positive comments that are like, I always come to you and look for style and so, and I just have a, like, it's my biggest fear to let someone down. Like if someone was ever like, I'm so disappointed in you, like let me throw up right now because <laughs> destroyed me the worst sentence that anyone could ever say to you is that yeah Colin said it to me one time and I thought I was gonna like lose my mind but um I don't even know if he was joking or not but he said it and I was like no you're not (laughs) but um I don't know it's just like I don't like letting people down and I feel like if I wasn't posting or like sharing things that I like make me happy I would be letting everyone down who have taken the time out of their days to watch my videos and to follow me and to interact with me because of them I get to do what I do and I would never take that for granted so it's honestly and I know that everyone says this but it's true like I would have never imagined being in this position where I get to do what I love every single day and create content and take my picture like is it so annoying having to take your picture all the time like yes and then sometimes I'm like wow, like I'm out here taking my picture again. But like at the same time, I know so many people don't um, live a life as fortunate as I do. And I grew up with really good parents and I grew up in a really good situation. And I want to be that light for other girls too, whether if it's posting those motivational stories or YouTube videos or just an outfit post so they can be inspired to find their own style. Like, it's just those girls who are so supportive of me. I would never want them to think I let them down, which is how I don't ever know how I'm going to ever stop doing this somehow. Like, that my kids are going to be, like, 40, and I'm going to be trying to film videos when I'm, like, 90. Can you come take this picture of me, please? Yeah. yeah right? Oh, I, my kids are going to have to be great. Because <laughs> Colin is about to, like, do, fire himself. That is so funny. I know, and I can appreciate that. Do you ever feel like, though, that you like put that pressure on yourself like I don't want to disappoint anybody and like does that ever kind of like build up and yeah I think um not really anymore and I think that that was just because of COVID like seriously when COVID happened I was so like this has to get done this has to get done the sun's gonna go down at this time I have to do this 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 and that I would literally my entire feed was planned out like I had all Monday through Friday posts taken the week before and it was like because I'm a very type A Aries like I I'm always planning something. And during COVID, I really transitioned to it being planned to more authentic. And I always pride myself on being authentic. Like in my videos, I want to be the same on camera as I am off camera. But with Instagram, it's a little different because you actually have to go out and take the content. So I went from scheduling shoots, shooting like three outfits in a day to just literally posting whatever I'm doing that day like whatever I posted on Instagram yesterday was literally what I was doing I posted on stories what I was doing what I was wearing went on my feed I went and shot my outfit at four posted it at five like and that's just what I did that day instead of having it be so curated and so planned out like yes I have a um 
aligned feed with the same filter and it all looks aesthetically pleasing in my opinion and my taste and what I like but at the same time it's all happening right then and there and that's just really what I've liked doing and I think that that's helped me grow, grow a lot on Instagram too is everything's not so um staged it's more yeah. like real and authentic and if I'm doing this right now I'm gonna post it if I'm not wearing a cute outfit that day I'm just not gonna have a post go up that day and it's fine but I know that I'm consistent throughout the week and I would never let myself down and I know what my morals are and like my standards for my business so it doesn't really affect me very much but pulling it back and just being more real in the moment has definitely helped a lot because it's less stressful. Cause if you're doing yeah. it, you're supposed to. Exactly. No. Mm-hmm. And I think that's great. I also feel like a lot of, um, influencers just, or just people in general are also kind of going that route where it's like, I'm not gonna, yeah, it's not as staged. And I feel like the whole like photo dump, like that's a huge thing right now. Like everyone just posting, what they did that day. And I love that. Like, I just like seeing the actual, like, what are you actually doing? What did you actually look like? What did you actually have for dinner? You know what I mean? Things like that, where it's like, it's first of all, way more relatable because when people follow like YouTubers or just, you know, influencers in general, yes, you're following them for like aspirations and, um, you know, style tips or whatever you're following them for. But it's also just nice to see that they're also people too, And they do the same thing. They go to Chipotle like you, they watch TV like you. It's like, okay, we're all the same really. You know what I mean? So I I can appreciate that for sure. Yeah. I definitely think that it's good to follow people who are like that too, because when you're, it's good to prioritize your like top five who you get content from the most, I think. How do you like kind of along the same lines, how do you like, I don't know, maintain like a like a line where it's like, I'm going to keep this little part of my life private, but I still want to be like authentic to the people that follow me. I feel like that's a really hard line that people like d- deal with, you know? Yeah. I would say I'm more of an open book. And if I'm not sharing something, it's because it's not my business to share. Um, like we had some things happen in my family, but it wasn't particular to me. So it's something I would never share. And that happened like last year. So I think that it's important for people to remember that you don't know what's going on all the time. And then for the content creator to know one, if it's not your business, you should never share it online. And if it's not your like place to share, but also if you're questioning, like, should I film this or should I say this? The answer is probably no. And that's like your internal mind, I guess saying like, let's keep this private. Um, I mean, to be honest, so I really am an open book. And I like that about myself because I, I just don't keep any secrets. Like I would much rather be upfront and open. Like when I traveled during COVID to go see my family, who I really needed to go see, I was like, I'm going here and I will be here from here to here. And this is what I'm doing. And this is why, because I'm so upfront about things. Um, so I just think it's important to draw the line between what you really don't want people to know and what you're completely fine with people knowing. And Mm -hmm. also I think it's important to draw the line where the time you're on your phone and the time you're working and the time where your phone is not anywhere near you. Like it's kind of like at 7:30 at night and this is all Colin's doing. If I didn't have Colin, I would literally be on my phone 24 seven, but like it's at 7 PM where it's our time together and we're not looking on our phones. We're watching a show and he is a film 
major he went to school for film so he's very into movies and stuff so we literally watch movies or shows all the time all the time (laughs) but um that's like our time together and that's not my time to be worrying about I need to post this story or I need to post this picture it's being present in the moment with him or when we go see his family I'm never recording because I'm not going to force the camera on somebody else but it's just like being more present in the moment when your time is needed with somebody else versus your time is needed with your phone totally I think that's a really good rule to kind of follow because um, especially with like what you do every day, you're on your phone for work all the time. So it's probably easy to be like, well, this is work. And now I'm not working, but like, I'm still on my phone. Yeah. And I feel like that can like kind of mess with your head a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a good, I should start doing that. I feel like lately I, I've also just been on my phone a lot and my screen time has gone up and I used to be good. Like over the summer, I would like literally turn my phone over and I wouldn't touch it from like, kind of like what you were saying, like a certain time of the night, I'd be like, okay, I'm done. I don't need to be on my phone anymore. There's no reason for me to be on my phone. Let me just like be with my friends or be with whoever in the moment. I just think kind of like what we were saying earlier, waking up and not being on it right away. And then like going right before you go to bed, like not being on it right away, the going to bed and not being on it right away is way harder because I just got TikTok again. And I'm like, I'm so bad about that. Like I'll be so tired and then get on it. And then I'm in this like weird, wait, let me check Instagram one more time. Let me check like Twitter one more time. And it's the whole thing. Yeah. So I feel like it's, yeah, I really need to work on that too. I think that it's a lot easier to not be on your phone when you, like when you move in with your boyfriend, I think you're going to find it's a lot easier to not be on your phone because like, obviously when you're moving with someone, you're sleeping in the same bed probably. So then like, you don't want to be laying there on your phone. Like you still want to be paying attention to each other. And that's, we just know that that's our time together. And so I think that you'll see that change when you do move in with somebody. And I also think that it's a lot easier to not be on your phone when you like live with somebody else. And you're you're with someone. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I, I like honestly think I have separation anxiety stemmed from being an only child. Like I, it pains me internally to be alone and I wish I wasn't that way. And it's not that I'm not independent. Like, I don't have to be talking to someone, but as long as somebody's there. There, yeah. So, like, my TV's on. Like, something's always on in the background or a podcast or something. But if I was alone and lived alone, oh, my gosh, I'm sure my screen time would be, like, 14 hours a day. Because, seriously, like, I, I it's hard when you're alone. Because yeah. it's, like, it's another thing that's there for you to do. And I always like to be doing stuff. So, I completely understand where you're coming from. Yeah. I don't think it'll change, though. My goal this year is just to get the screen time down. And like the summer I was doing so good about it. And like, I was just, yeah, trying to be in the moment. And like, I don't know, it was, but it's so hard. And especially with COVID, like we have nothing to do. Like, Mm -hmm. I'm going to be on my phone. It's like a friend. Like, I'm just going to. Yeah, it literally is. And it's also like a form of reassurance that like there's like things to look at and things to do instead of just honestly like sit there and read a book like obviously your phone's way more fun but totally so I want to talk about um kind of like your health and fitness journey I know you said you weren't you're not like posting too much about it but um I just want to know like what kind of got you motivated and like got you started with it and I guess tips for other people because I feel like right now it's the beginning of the year and if you know last year COVID really wasn't a motivator to like get you going and get you like active maybe this year people will be like okay well I'm gonna just start fresh what are like some tips in I guess just starting it like initiating the journey 
Yeah. So I started my journey. It's been almost four and a half years now. So I was in college. Um, I seriously gained the freshman 30. Like I skipped over 15 and just went straight to 30. And I went through a hard to break up my freshman year. And then uh, I was pissed. So then my sophomore year, I was like, I'm getting in shape. Because like growing up, I was athletic. I was tall and skinny and could eat whatever I wanted. And then, you know, your metabolism certainly does change. Like when you hit age 19, things go crazy. So I wasn't working out because like when you work out in high school and stuff and you're running, it's a punishment, you know, like you ever did friends and yeah. Yeah. It was a punishment. So I was like, wow, this is great. Like I don't have to run anymore because it was, I saw it in a negative light. So I completely stopped working out, gained all the weight decided like I didn't like who I was anymore I was going out and partying I was not feeling my best and like drinking doesn't make me feel good in general if I'm drunk I'm pissed I'm like wait I literally hate feeling like this and it's I don't drink to get drunk at all I'll socially drink still but back then in college like you drink to get drunk and I just didn't like that who I was anymore and so it was just like a dedication to myself where I personally have a lot of self-discipline and if I decide I want to do something, I'll do it. And so I decided I wanted to get fit and I wanted to like legit lean out. And that's what I did. It took years though. So my first tip for a fitness journey, and it took me seriously like three, probably three years to realize this is that if you work out for your mental health versus what you look like on the outside, you will see results so much faster if you're so focused on the way you look, it's going to be the longest process of your life. But if you go and work out and can physically sit there with yourself and be present and think, wow, I feel so amazing. I'm doing so many good things for my body versus going straight home, looking in the mirror and seeing if you made any like progress, you're not going to see anything, but you'll see results when you like feel good mentally. And it doesn't matter what you look like on the outside. You're beautiful no matter what. Like I was beautiful back then when I weighed 30 pounds more than I do now. Well, actually, I don't even know how much I weigh because I don't weigh myself. But it's probably not 30 pounds less than men because we're gained relationship weight. But um, (laughs) it's just, it's a really good mindset to have the mental aspect of working out versus your physical appearance. So that's my first tip. And then my second tip, and this one is like one I live by. If you buy cute workout clothes, you'll want to wear them. So you want to go to the gym. And when you go to the gym, you're going to want to feel good in your workout clothes. So you're going to eat good outside of the gym. So buy the cute workout sets. I prefer set active because I think that they're amazing. And then wear them to the gym because you're going to want to wear them and then go home and do the work in the kitchen. That could be another tip as well as you can work out as much as you want, but you can't work out a bad, work off a bad diet. So it's all full circle and it's really just making that change from doing really bad things for your mental health to doing really good things for your mental health. Food involved because you want to fuel your body with good things. If you're sitting there eating Chick-fil-A or McDonald's every day, you're not putting good things in your body. So you're not going to see good or see positive things come out. Um, So you definitely have to start eating whole foods. And that was my biggest struggle was figuring out what to eat. Like honestly, eating healthy is the worst. So yeah, yeah, it was hard. But um, the reason I don't post about it as much anymore is because I would sit there and I would watch Whitney Simmons and I'd watch Sarah's Day or like Gymshark athletes at the time and see what they eat. And I thought, if I eat that, I'll look like them. And that's just not true. Like Whitney Simmons and I will never have the same metabolism. We will never have the same body complex. She will have a thigh gap and I will never have a thigh gap. 
And I thought if I would work out like her, I would look just like her. And it's not true. So that's why I preach more now, like work out for your mental health and not for your physical health, because I don't want girls looking at me thinking if they do everything I do, they're going to look like me. And I don't even want them to look like me. I want them to look like them. And I want them to be happy with the way that they look. So that's why I've pulled back a little bit. And I'll share my workouts here and there. And I'll share like healthy recipes so they can get good ideas. But I will never post again what I eat in a day to look lean and fit and like hot, like a hot girl. Like I will never, I have never posted like that, but I will never post that because it's not true. So yeah. yeah, I I literally went through the same experience with in college where I got to college and then I had a really bad breakup that freshman year and then I gained a lot of weight because one, I was sad and two, the lifestyle of college is just completely different from like anything else. Like I have never like drank more in my whole life. All I was eating was like d- the dining hall and then like fast food okay. and I would go to the gym, but like, I'm going to the gym. And then like, I would later have Chick-fil-A and then like go out and drink all night. So mm-hmm. I was like, yes, I was working out and telling myself like, yeah, you'll, you'll lose weight. You'll look good. And then I'm doing like what you kind of said, like the diet, if I have a bad diet and I'm working out, you're not gonna like, that's just like, not how it works. Yeah. It's a lifestyle. I think all of what you just said is like completely true. And I think great tips because I don't know, I think also with social media and stuff, we follow people that like, obviously we aspire to be like, or that we're just like, we can relate to and people like Whitney Simmons and Sarah's day or whoever you follow. Um, obviously they look amazing and you want to probably look like them too, but with the food stuff, it's like, yeah, you can't have like the same thing that they have. And then all of a sudden have a six pack. Like that's just not how life works. Um, so I can appreciate that you do that and, or that you don't do that, I guess. And, um, I don't know. I think, so for me, my health journey, I guess, um, cause I've always worked out, but my health journey probably didn't start until like two years ago. And I started to realize like I was working out for the wrong reasons, kind of like what you were saying. I was working out to look a certain way and then about two years ago, I was like, I just want to work out because I just want to feel better. Like I was just not in a good mindset. And people were always like, if you work out, like you just feel better. And I'm like, okay, whatever, dude. But then I did it. And I was like, wait, I'm like way happier today because I had a really good workout and just feel good. And then started just realizing that like what I eat, yes, it's healthy, but it can taste good and it can be fine. And like, I don't know. I just think if you have a different mindset other than I want to look this way, then yeah, you'll be successful. So I completely agree with everything you just said. Yourself too is, it could be really bad. Like I went through a phase where I would get up every morning and go to the bathroom and then pee, like pee. Yeah. And then weigh myself. Yeah. And so I would like pay so close attention to the scale and it would be like 0.3 off of what it was yesterday and it was heavier and I was pissed. I was like, great. Like, what did I eat yesterday? That was wrong. And it was a very, I was very restrictive of what I did. And the leanest I ever was, was my senior year of college, because all I would do is work out. I ended up getting my NASM certified personal trainer certification. I would coach at Orange Theory and um like go to school and then come home and it was just like having to step away from the scale and stop looking like if if you have a scale and you weigh yourself every morning to anyone who's listening like just get rid of it because all you're doing is stressing yourself out and stress causes weight gain gain. Yeah. yeah and so 
it's like, there's so many things that have to do with it. Like your water weight. And if you're on birth control, like your weight is going to be completely different than somebody else's who's not on birth control and your body's going to respond differently. Like Whitney Simmons eats rice and personally rice I've noticed over the years makes me more bloated than like um, a sweet potato does. But I love rice and I love Chipotle. So I'm like fine with it. I could be bloated for Chipotle. (laughs) I'll do it. Yeah, exactly. But like you just have to learn yourself and it's trial and error. And if you don't really feel good after eating something, your body might not respond to it as well as it would respond to other things. And um, there's also so many different diets. Like there's um, vegan, vegetarian, keto, which I do not recommend at all. Oh my gosh, if you're doing keto stuff. Um, I like intermittent fasting, but there's also so many things for so many different people. So you really just have to learn yourself and what makes you happy. And then you'll be able to maintain. So totally. I just realized that this is probably the biggest thing ever. If it's not enjoyable, you won't be able to maintain it. So you need to figure out a way that you enjoy what you're doing. So if that's going to the gym and lifting and you like it, keep doing it. Or if it's going to workout classes, if you like boxing, if you like Pilates, if you like Orange Theory, like me, like just keep doing that and keep doing what makes you happy because then you'll want to maintain it. But if you're forcing yourself to get up and go to the gym at 6 a.m. every morning and it's the most miserable part of your day, there's no way you're going to be able to maintain it. And also you can make eating healthy fun. Like you can look up a bunch of really cool recipes and switch it up. Like you don't have to eat chicken and rice every single day and like down six eggs. Like it's way more fun than you think it is. But if you think it's fun, you'll keep doing it. And that whole time I thought it was fun, which is why I'm still doing it. And now it's just a part of my life. Like I don't even have to think twice about it. I just know what to do. So I also don't flex in the mirror anymore and take mirror pics because I'm like, no one needs to like, you know, like I don't need to show what I look like. I don't want you guys to be feeling bad about like I've been doing this for four and a half years if I was in somebody else's else's position who was wanting to start but hadn't started like I would go to the gym and try like when I first started and then come home and lay on my floor because I was like that was the worst thing ever and then I would see all the girls who looked great and I was like so like I rarely will post like those like post workout shots anymore because I don't want people to see that I want them to see how happy I am internally and externally versus a progress pick that I've been working on for four and a half years but I don't want you to feel bad about yourself because of that you know yeah I think just like ultimately it's like trial and error with like the food and just finding what works for you and then finding like a workout or just anything active that you enjoy, just like start doing it then. And like when COVID first started to like pick up and we were in lockdown and no one could really leave, Mm -hmm. people would just walk. And then a lot of people started to realize like walking is like fun and you can make it fun, listen to a podcast, listen to music and walk. And then you're outside and you're just like, it's a change of scenery. And then you just had a little bit of like a little workout, you know, and it's, it doesn't need to be like deadlifts or just do what you like to do. And that's, I don't know. I just think like, um, social media and stuff just tells you a certain, you know, like you should do a certain workout and you should look a certain way, but as long as like you are living like a healthy lifestyle for you, that's all that matters. I feel like, you know? Yeah. And especially with COVID, I know some people are still on like extreme lockdown, like people in New York and stuff. It's honestly like doing something for 10 to 20 minutes a day is still doing something positive for yourself. So like if you have the the drive and the discipline to do something good for yourself every single day, then being able to do like the 10 minute, 15 minute walk 
or even just like a hundred air squats. Like that's at least something. And you have to celebrate the small successes. And that's really important too, is if you did something amazing today, or if you ate healthy and stuck to your health goals that day, like be proud of yourself instead of being so hard on yourself. So those are my fitness tips. Yeah, those were great. Thank you. Um, Okay. Well, I think that is about it for today's episode. Tell everybody where they can find you on social media, YouTube, all of that. Okay, so my Instagram name until June 2nd or 5th, June 5th. I'm like, what is my new wedding date? Oh my gosh, it's going to be a different name. Yeah, it is. It'll be Bianca Henderson something. But right now it's Bianca XX Franco because somebody else has Bianca Franco. And then TikTok is Bianca XX Franco. YouTube is just Bianca Franco. Clubhouse is Bianca Franco. That's the new app that like everyone's on. Um, I'm trying to think. Oh, I have a podcast too. And actually our next episode's coming out on Friday where we're starting it. Oh, yeah. um, and it's easy way or the hard way. I think that's it. Awesome. Yeah, definitely check her out. And if you need any like fashion inspiration, like her feed is incredible. Um, so definitely check her out for sure. But congratulations on the engagement. I hope your wedding is beautiful. I know it will be. So don't stress about it. It'll be great to just soak in every moment. But thank you so much for coming on today. It was great talking with you. Be sure to follow her on everything that she just mentioned. And then Girl We Gotta Talk podcast on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. But yeah, that is it for today's episode. Bye. went online to switch your car insurance to progressive so you could save money but then you saw a friend request from an old summer camp buddy and now here you are clicking through photos of his kickball team from 2011 oh, looks like they won the championship that year then he moved to tulsa oh a new tattoo yes they said it was easy to save hundreds on car insurance with progressive but they forgot about the rest of the internet progressive casualty insurance company and affiliates national average savings by new customer surveyed who saved in 2019 This week at Macy's, discover big savings on fashion and home essentials. Keep warm and stay on trend with specials on coats for him and her, 60 to 65% off. Get 25% off women's shoes for any weather. And refresh your space with select Charter Club bedding and bath collections, now 50% off. Plus, Macy's Star Rewards members earn on every purchase except gift cards, services, and fees. More at Macy's.com slash Star Rewards. Savings off sale and clearance prices. Exclusions apply.